This is your mom's favorite show, Beer and Chill Podcast. My name is Jan. And I'm Craig. And we would really appreciate if you would stop by and listen to our show. We are talking about interesting facts about your favorite movies, games and TV shows. For example, did you know that Christopher Lee and Ian McKellen had a real life beef because Christopher Lee wanted to play Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? And many other great facts. We hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of your show. Bye bye. What's your favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. I am the devil. And I am here to do the devil's work. Suffering will be legendary even in hell. Welcome, victims, to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me is my co-host, Allie. I was just trying not to laugh because I moved my foot on the couch and it sounded like I tooted, and I was like, I wonder if the mic will pick that up. Well, I didn't hear a thing, <laughs> and now I think that's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I'm like, who? Spooky podcast toots. Nothing like a fart joke within the first 15 seconds of the podcast, right? That's what all the good podcasts are about. That's how they get their big (laughs) listeners. Ah, yes, of course. That's what draws them in. That's like the golden rule of podcasting. (laughs) Well, watch or watching, listening to um, uh, Talking Shop with uh, Gallows and Anderson. Mm Mm-hmm. Like they, they're like drinking as they record. They're speaking of which, I'm just gonna crack this real quick. Go ahead. Nice. Oh, oh, those that bubbles. Nice. It's like nice. some ASMR for you guys. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking about what? Sorry, cracking. You know, no, no. These, these, these. Whoever they're talking about, they're so they're drinking as they're uh, recording, and they're burping and belching the whole time. It's funny. yes. That's. That's like the one thing that I don't usually try to drink carbonated drinks while we record because, Burps. you know, gases, yeah, yep. all that kind of stuff. Try to keep that to a minimum. And I already, you know, have a yawning problem and stuff. So <laughs> try to try to keep that to a minimum too. <laughs> but, you know, we're only human. That's right. We're just, we're just vibing, talking. We don't really cut a lot of stuff out of our we really don't no we mostly just do it all in one hit and just yeah i was reading on this podcast forum where people go in and edit their stuff they edit out all of their ums ahs all that kind of stuff and i'm like it just seems less genuine almost you know like you're reading from a script when i started out i would if there's a long pause i'm trying to think i would cut that down i'm like yeah, whatever. <laughs> Leave it in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, I'll edit this out later. Oh, blah blah blah. And sometimes it's like, oh, it's still in there. That's perfect. That's just who we are, though. You know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because we're just you know, two relatives sitting on the couch watching horror movies and discussing them after. Discussing them. Discussing. Yeah, and this week we watched The Strangers. This is a good one. I've never this seen it before. It was very good. spooky, scary. Yeah, that sort of um, realism type of horror movie. Yes. yes. Right? It was a very, um, a cat playing with its prey. Yes. Because they were, that's what they're doing. They just play and play and just antagonize and... Yes. Yeah. And it's um, that, you know, fear of, um, like, unknown. Like, we don't know who these people are. Yeah. They just show up at their doorstep. And so us as a viewer, we're like... You know, are we going to find out who we are, who they are, who are they, what do they do, why are they doing this? Nope. Because as humans, we're always curious and we want to know the why of everything. Yes, and people, like, they need that yes. answer. Yes, like, because like, there uh, needs to be a reason. You can't just yes. do it for the heck of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when, um, before Prometheus came out, people were like, oh, where do the aliens come from? There's no, there no answer. There was just theories. Yes. And then they like, oh, it was made by... Um, David or not? Yeah, sure. Is it David? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh no, that's dumb idea. It's terrible." There, whatever. It's <laughs> there's more to it, but yeah. By also giving out the reason why, that kind of ruins the mystique. 
Right, exactly. Like, some things are better left unknown, I always think. Yes. You know, it's just, like, adds to that creepiness, I always think. Like, again, another example is the thing at the end. Yes! Are they both human? Is one of them the thing? We don't know. A hundred percent. There's different, again, back to theories, where, um, um, McCready gives, what's his name, the, uh, the, the drink. Yep. And I think he was using it for the Molotov. So him drinking, he's like, yep. He kind of laughs like, he's the thing. Yes. <laughs> so uh, yeah. there's, there's just different people are also looking for the twinkle in the eye. There's, there's different things people look for and they think. Yes. Real. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I love it. I love those kind of theories, though. And when you leave, like, a few questions unanswered, not plot holes. Plot holes are annoying. But when you leave a few questions unanswered and, like, question marks almost, it just, you know, gets people talking. Yep. Because everybody thinks that, you know, they have a theory and they, you know, everybody has an opinion about what happened. And it's so cool. Like Inception. I remember when I went to see Inception afterwards, I was like, wow. Because <laughs> you know it, it's all about like question marks and what's real yeah. was it what isn't real, and I love that. Like it's yeah. really interesting. Oh, the uh, they, they spoofed that really good on Rick and Morty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was interesting. Funny. It was funny. I don't really um, watch it that much. I watched part of the first season, but it's that's so good. funny. <laughs> so funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a girl on TikTok and she was saying like, lots of people don't watch it because of the fan base, because lots of people are like, like, really idolize it almost like the fan base can be really annoying. So some people watch it don't watch it because of the fan base, but it's actually a really good show. And it's, you know, it's hard to, you know, force yourself to watch it after you hear somebody like shove it down your throat, like all the time. I was like, I feel that. Because that's how I feel about Buffy. I had a friend who was obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer in high school. Like, obsessed. And that's all she would talk about. All that she would, like, she would wear the clothes. She would, like, and it just, you know, turns you off. You're like. She sounds awesome. (laughs) It was so annoying, though. And I was just like, so I never watched it. And now that we're watching it, I'm like oh my god, this is really good, and I should have given it a chance sooner, but it's just when something's shoved down your throat so much, yes. you're like, Bleh. Kind of like um, Victoria and The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, yes. We talked about this the other day. We were just talking about this. <laughs> yeah, where uh, she used to, during the, when the, before the movie was out, she would repeat the trailer yes. line to me all the time as a kid. Yep. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. And it bugged me. Yeah. It got to me, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this movie. I'm never going to watch it. It's all Victoria's <laughs> fault. Never. I watched it. Funniest. One of the best so movies good. ever. So good. And, yeah. Yes, was, but that's exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. Is It's just one thing happens, and you're like, yeah, no, I'm good, actually. Or, like, you know, an actor. Like, I'm not, and this is probably controversial. I don't know. Not a big Tom Cruise fan. Doesn't really do it for me. No, it's fair. Yeah, he's just like, I, I, sometimes, you know, it's that thing where, like, his personal life, in my mind, seeps into his movies a bit, like, just in my mind, where I can't not see him as, like, you know, the crazy Scientologist jumping on the couch. (laughs) However. (laughs) On Oprah. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm in love with Gertrude. You know, I think everything pre that with him was good. Right. See, and I've, like, like I watched part of Top Gun, I've seen part of Cocktail, I've seen a little bit of Jerry Maguire, but I just cannot get into it. They're so, like... What about... Like, tr- like they're almost marketed towards boys, I think, almost, or men, and they just do nothing for me. What about like, Interview with a Vampire? I haven't seen that. What? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, I gotta do my movies out here. <laughs> but, um, I loved him... And Rock of Ages, like as Stacey Jacks, like the rock star. Yep. So Rock of Ages is one of my favorite movies ever. I can talk along to the whole movie and sing every <laughs> song. And he, like, I, and like, I was younger when it came out, like in my, you know, late teens, early 20s. And like, I have never lusted after a man the way I've lusted after Tom Cruise. And I do not like him. He was just so greasy and dirty. And I'm like, ooh. What that. 
He was good in the Mission Impossible, although they kind of got a little sequelitis, a little too much. You know what other movie I love of his? This is really weird. Night and Day with Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I loved that movie. And again, I never watched it because I was like, ugh, Tom Cruise, bleh. And then it was on TV or something and I saw it and and I watched it with my dad and I was like, Wow, that was a great movie. <laughs> that was like me and the boys, because um, yes. our, our friend Tim, Yeah, he was always, Nick, you gotta watch the boys. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting there. Nick, you gotta watch the boys yet? No, not yet. Yeah. And it wasn't, I didn't, you know, get kind of, like, I don't want to watch, I just... Yeah, there's so much to watch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. like, oh, this is such a, yo, I'm watching something this right now, and I got this line to watch. And, yes. And I kind of stopped watching altogether. Yep. And uh, finally, I put the first season, or episode on. Yeah. I didn't stop until I was like, at least... Right. Four episodes in, I'm like, okay. Oh. This was good. This yes. Is, yeah. yeah, it's one of those ones where it's like you don't expect it to be like unreal. And because it's just kind of like, oh, you know, movie about superheroes, how many of those are? And then you watch it and you're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> just the first scene with the guy and his fiance and A Train. And you're just like, Okay, so that's what this movie is, or yeah. TV show is. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. Yeah. That's how I felt about Game of Thrones, actually. When it first came out, I was like, there's so much hype around it. I was like, meh, don't really care. And then I spam watched, I think, the first four seasons till I caught up. Something like that. And then I was every week. Yeah. I watched yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, you're like, oh, you know, how can it be that good? And then you're like, oh, this is how. Yeah. This is how and, it can be that good. <laughs> and there are those who are really, you know, into the franchise or the movie. Yeah, right. And they just, they want to talk about it because to them it's really good. Yeah, absolutely. That's like me in the fifth element. Like, right. I will not, you know, I, I'm not one who also shoves stuff down people's throats with right. my opinions or how much I like a movie. Right. But it's just, oh, I like sci-fi. I'm like, have you seen Farscape? Yes. And yeah. say, no, well, let me tell you. <laughs> um, now, I don't go into, you know, I don't overdo it, but I dealt again basically a basic good gist what it's about. Yeah. Um, Muppets, comedy, sci-fi, comedy, Muppets, uh, <laughs> romance, um, Muppets, <laughs> great storylines, great characters, <sighs> Muppets. Like, yes. And that's usually, that's how it goes. Right. And we're like, what? Muppets? I'm like... Muppets. That's but awesome. It's, 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 it's a great series. It's, yeah. it's awesome. And it's good. Yeah. Like I like I think that it's good to have opinions and strong opinions about things. It's just like like if somebody's like, uh, eh, I'm good actually, it's like just let them chill. But I don't also every day woke up, you'll come in the morning and say, Elena, did you watch First Keep yet? You should watch First Keep. <laughs> And exactly that's I what I, I mean yeah and I don't do that thankfully right. but there are people who do do that they yes. wake up and they call you every other day or every day and they talk about it and it's nothing yes. it's all they talk about for sure you know I need variety yeah yes you know Rick and Morty is a great show but you know what so is Family Guy so yes. is The Simpsons like yeah. there's more and everybody than... has different tastes too you know like every, yes. like stuff that I like you don't like or you know my friends don't like or my family doesn't like like it's just you know different people have different tastes yeah. and I try to let people you know you, like, unless they, like, really don't want to see it, then that's like, oh, okay, but, you know, I should give it a try. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I do that. I do that with my parents sometimes. I'm like, no, but you need to yes. watch this. <laughs> like, because it's just, I know them so good. So it's like, yeah, you guys would have, would love this. And then yeah. they, they do watch it, and they're like, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, I know, guys. <laughs> I know you. Like, I make their lists on Netflix because I know what they like. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't think they know how to use lists, so. No, no, no. Oh my gosh, yep, jeez. But then you also have, like, The Mandalorian. Yes. Which people should be watched because it is so good. Yes. And it's just one of those that, like, is so appealing to basically everybody. You know, if you watch Star Wars or if you don't, like, it doesn't matter. Like, the episode last week, there were characters from other, I won't spoil it, but there were characters from other um shows i guess in it and like you and i know who those characters are but when i was very excitedly telling my parents about it they have no idea yeah it's but they you don't have to they still enjoyed the episode just as much as i did they they, just don't know the characters you took out a character from the 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 universe yes exactly and mentioned the characters in the universe yes and yeah Mm -hmm. and that's but that's what's um you know how you do 
like a, a movie in a franchise correctly, I think, or a TV show, I guess, in this case. Yeah. Where each episode of The Mandalorian is basically its own mini story, which people said that it's the same, you know, rinse, repeat thing. But I think it works really well. It does. Like, it's the whole, the main you know, story plot yeah. of the season goes on the same line, but there's yes. stops along the way. Instead of going a bunch of lines, exactly. it's a hop. Yep. They hop yep. from island to island to get to the end of the story or the season. Right. So. And I just I just love it. I think because it's, I know that every week I'm going to get an adventure with Mando. And I think that that's what yes. I love about it. It's every week I'm going to see him fighting somebody. And I'm going to see baby Yoda and it's going to be adorable. And I'm just, you know, I, I look forward to it. And, um, yeah, so what, you know, it's, they're like, oh, well, every time he goes somewhere and then he needs information and then the person asks for help and then he helps and then they give him some information. It's like, yeah, but that's what works. That's literally that's, every movie, <laughs> every show. That's what a bounty hunter's all about. You don't, yes. like, you don't just, you know, have everything at your lap. Yes. Like, here's a target. Well, where's he from? I don't know. How do I get to him? I don't know. Yeah, I'm exactly. You to find out. So you go along and process as he, yes. you know, step by step by step by step. Exactly. It's, you know, it's similar to like Sherlock Holmes or like detective right. shows or movies. They go by the what they find for clues and yes. steps. Yeah. Yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah, and I just think it really works for what it is. I agree 100%. Yay. I really do. It's a great series and it's... I think it's keeping Star Wars afloat. A hundred percent. A hundred percent it is. After yeah. the last two movies that were just... Uh, like, amazing? Was the word you were going to use was amazing? I like. I loved, I loved put, Rise. Don't put, put disrespect on Daddy Driver's I name. I <laughs> love uh, the Kylo Rise... Kylo Ren. No, okay. no don't, don't put it in my mouth. <laughs> I love the Rise of Skywalker. That was a great Star Wars movie. Sure. It was a great ending of that old trilogy. Uh, the middle one was a little weird, and I liked the uh, the Force Awakens. Yes, that was a, yeah. No, the, it was great. Mm-hmm. Those were great movies. The second one was iffy. Yeah, it, it was felt, very expositional. It felt like it just didn't. It could have been like a short story. Yeah, totally. It for just sure. didn't really work as an actual full full length movie. But whatever. It's, yeah, it's done. It's over. It's done. Yeah. Um, and it's how the uh. You'll, Daddy Driver's character uh, changed dramatically from two and three was Well, from one and two and three, I think. I think there was weird stuff going on in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm a part of a lot of Kylo Ren, like, fan pages and stuff. And it's, you know, everybody thinks that they he didn't get justice or whatever, which is fine. But um, they're, they said that they um, were making short stories about um, Ben Solo and stuff, so... And oh, really? he was a part of something else. They were um, seeing if he could reprise his role for something else. For so no, another a few of them movie. were like, we're done. We're yeah. done, done. Right. And I don't blame them. That's, totally. It kind of received a lot of flack because of the, again, I want to say the true Star Wars fans because all fan stars are true Star Wars fans. Exactly. But those who are not happy with what they got. Yeah. Um, they needed to bitch about something. And so they just targeted and attacked. A hundred percent. And with the way that social media is nowadays yes. and how toxic it is it's just sad and we've talked about this before that it's almost does a disservice to the movie when um fans go after directors because yeah. like so what you don't like a movie not not everybody's gonna like every movie and i find it frustrating when like a director really pours their heart and soul into it and you're like Meh, like but it also is really bad when a director blames the fans. Yes. Like, what's her I name agree. for Charlie's Angels? Yeah. Because that was, her excuse yeah. was bullshit. Oh, I love 100%. that movie. 100%. <laughs> no, no. She, it was really she good. threw some sexist bullshit into reasons why I didn't do good. Same with Ghostbusters. I love Ghostbusters too. I love the original as well. Same. Totally. Let's not talk about the all female <laughs> cast. And the thing is, it's not the cast fault. It right. was just a shitty plot the writing was poor yeah and you can only do so much like you can only work with so much with what they give you right yeah, yeah. but i but again that's you know again the difference of opinions is i liked both those movies and, and that's yeah. good for you yeah but the director to 
blame the fans and the male fans for Treasures to fail. Right. That's a cop out. That's that's just excuses. You're just trying to be edgy for edgy sake. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, it could be argued both ways. I think like well, I totally like, it's like understand. It's like me saying that uh, the, the last Star Wars trilogy failed because the Star Trek fans were against it. Yeah. It just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. It Some people just need to let it be, you know. Yeah, and she was just throwing out there because she wants, she was venting. Yeah, and totally. And she, she didn't want to, she didn't want to take blame that right. it was a poorly, and I'll say, I haven't seen the movie. I can't say it was good or bad. Right. But it did poor the box office. Yes. So something was wrong. Something yeah. was not good. Right, um, yeah. And with uh, the, the Ghostbusters answer to call, same thing. Like, I, I don't want to blame the director for it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the writing was very just bad. Yeah, it was a little all over the it place. It didn't have but... the, the, the funness, the, the spark that originals had. Yeah. At all, not even close. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I like them, so... Oh, good. No, it's yeah. good for you. I don't, I don't feel as strongly towards movies usually about that kind of stuff. I'm just like, uh, when I enjoy a movie, that's just it. Yeah. I'm passionate. <laughs> yes. I'm a passionate yeah. fan of what I like. And Yes. Yeah, I'm much more blasé about it. I'm like, yeah, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, you pay to see it. <laughs> but everyone, everyone's got their opinion. Like People exactly, online right? say, I don't get what Evil Dead's so, what's so good about Evil Dead? Exactly. It's a dumb boy movie. I'm like, Ho, 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 hold me back. Like, <laughs> hold my ooh, arms, hold, hold my arms. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not getting to it, but, like, come on, seriously. I know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but everybody's got a different opinion. That's right. And no, I that's just, right. Yeah, let everybody chill. And you just got to, you know, laugh at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. Ha, ha, ha. Go fuck yourself. No, no, it's whatever. Yeah, but sometimes I find too, like, um, criticism and um, constructive arguments, like, reinforce your point sometimes too, yes. you know? Like, and yeah, it's uh It's, it's one to... thing to criticize, another to have constructive criticism. Yeah, exactly. Whereas with constructive, they go, this was bad, but... Yes. You have the button there, it can be fixed or it can be better with this, this, this. Totally. With just criticism, it's like, that was stupid and dumb. Yeah. The end. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I liked it for these reasons and yeah. I didn't like it for these reasons. And yeah, I think also doing the podcast, I look at movies a bit more um, critically almost. Yep. But, um, yep. you know, but I, again, I just like to watch movies. I just enjoy watching movies. And I think do you ever. It's, <laughs> It's so, um, I'm just because in like, um, obviously real life, I'm very analytical. And so just thinking about the creative effort that goes into Mm -hmm. making a movie, I find just so cool. That's why I love reading trivia and watching behind the scenes movies and stuff because the care and attention to detail blows my mind Mm -hmm. and that's why i think when i like watch a movie even if it's not like amazing like blow my mind like ghostbusters or whatever charlie's angels it's like the thought and care that went into this is amazing and they really tried so hard and i can appreciate that so much and i can take that away from them yeah you know and i love the actors and actresses in both of those movies as well like kristen stewart is my life so i can't like hate on her Everybody knows how I feel about Twilight. I've talked about this on the podcast before. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just love those kind of movies. So. Let's get into the movie itself. Let's we'll talk about Twilight. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> perfect. <Let's... laughs> All right. Well, should so we get into The Strangers? We, we just get into Strangers and away from Twilight. As we just said, we didn't watch Twilight. We watched The Strangers. God. <laughs> it's a 2008 movie. And it was um, written and directed by Brian Bernito. That's a cool name. Yeah. Brian Bernito. Um, yeah. This was a really good movie, actually. This is better than I thought. Yeah. Uh, it really was paced differently, though. It was. Um, yeah. For being a slasher, hack and slash yes. kind of movie, 
there's not many kills. I agree. And I um I found it a little slow, I think was one of the only oh, things. Yes. Yeah. But like and like I understand that it was very suspenseful. But I think just because we've been watching a lot of Eastern horror, um, the their type of suspense is different, and I think I like it more than oh, this yeah. sort of suspense. I find this slow and um, kind of, I don't know, um, it, but it was good. It was still good. Um, and the, the premise of this movie is so terrifying. And oh, I was yeah. texting my sister, who's the one who requested this, and I said, oh, you know, like, you know, what how did you feel about this? And she said, like, she watched it first when she was 16 and it scared the bejeebus out of her. (laughs) And she said, you know, what really scares her, which we've talked about before on here, is that this could happen to anyone. That is true. This could literally happen. Someone could stroll into your house and terrorize you. And, and, you know, for no reason. It's one thing to have a supernatural ghost or... Some undead guy with a hockey mask or some guy in your dreams to kill you. It's another to have someone just come up to your door, some just random person, knock, 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 and ask, is Tamara here? Yeah. No, wrong, wrong place. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then just keep knocking. Exactly. Keep coming back and knocking. And then you hear things outside. It's creepy. Yes. Yes. And I guess the director or writer, whoever it was, um, this kind of happened to them. Oh. When they're younger. Some woman came up, uh, knocked on the door, asking for someone. They're like, nope, she's not here. Oh, okay. And left. And then they heard that throughout the night, uh, there are people who got broken into. Mm-hmm. So, it's creepy. Like it this is. is like, like you said, like it's, the fact that this could actually happen. That Absolutely. This could happen. Yes. Totally makes it that much scarier. 100%. Right? Yeah, and so I I totally agree with that. I think that these ones that could actually happen are creepier. And then on top of that, the fact that it's like I've I've said before that like the the fear of the unknown is super creepy to me. Yeah. And I think that like that's another thing is that we we don't really spoiler alert. I don't know. Spoilers. I don't know. We, um, yeah, we're about to, to ruin the movie. But at the end of the movie, we still don't know who they are. No, and don't. the reason why is that they're nobody. Yeah. This and just also, seems like it's just something they do. Because at the very end, the one woman, um, she says, you know, next time it'll be easier to the yeah. other girl. Yeah. Like. And if you can connect, if you have any connection to the characters that you can put yourself in those, in their shoes. Yes. That just adds to that fear factor yes 100% absolutely you know and it's just like you know in the middle of nowhere like yeah. this house is it, it said it's like a vacation home or something it looks yeah. like the, the guy's vacation home yeah I think it was like his family or something cabin-y yeah. sort of thing it's kind of not out in the middle of nowhere like there's neighbors and stuff but not for a while it's a little and, more secluded yeah. yeah and like so I mean it could happen to anybody oh yeah like you know i was thinking like my cabin like somebody could just stroll in open the door and just you know twitch 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 twitch. (laughs) Twitch. yeah (laughs) hello (laughs) yeah oh my gosh and the cast was really good in this movie so good yeah do a quick uh just go through the cast quickly sure it's really it's actually a really short cast yeah i was gonna say there's hardly anybody in it yeah so this movie stars Liv tyler as kristen mckay and she's known for being... Uh, Aowen, isn't it? Yes. In Lord of the Rings? Arwen. 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 You're Arwen. right. Yeah. Uh, Scott Speedman as uh, James Hoyt. Yes. He's known for um, Underworld. Yes. 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 Uh, Ward as Dollface. I forget what she's... She was in. in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. And she was with yeah. the mermaids. Yeah. Uh, Kip Weeks as the Man in the Mask. He's been in not very much. Sure. Laura Margolis as Pinup Girl. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what she's been in. Sure. Uh, same with Glenn, uh, Glenn Howerton as Mike. Not too sure. Yeah. And Alex Fisher and Peter Clayton Lushi as the Mormon boys at the beginning right. and end. Yes. So. Yeah. It's um, the, like the, so the three people, uh, what was it? Dollface, Pinup Girl, and the Man, Man in the Mask. Man in the Mask, yep. 
um, they they barely talk. Like very very they like maybe all together they say less than ten lines. It's mostly uh, dollface. Yes, right. You're she's right. Talk, she's the one like who talks the most, if or at all. Yes. Yeah. So um, the brown haired girl or pinup girl, she says something in when they're in the truck. I think that's right, it. Right. She's the one who says. Uh, she's it'll the be one. Easier it, it'll next get time. easy. Yes. Yeah. But we don't hear the guy talk at all, I think. He didn't say a word. That's and crazy. that's what makes him so creepy. Yes. Through the whole movie, he's breathing like very funny, breathing yes. heavy. Like he's yes. wheezing. Uh, he's always kind of hunched over. Yes. Like his character mannerisms is awesome. He looks weird. He looks different. So creepy. He looks like a stranger. Yes. He's you know, stranger danger. Yeah. Um, well, and everybody, well, everybody, I not everybody probably, but... I remember he was on the front cover of the movie. Yep. And that's kind of how I know it from. That's kind of what I know it from. So I'm, um, you know, when I saw him, I was like, oh, that's this movie when I saw it. And I was yep. like, okay, okay, okay. So, but the, the, the girls' masks are very, like, purge-ish, I thought. Yes. You know yes, how they yes. have those this masks is, This is, I think, before purge. Well, for sure it was. Um, yeah, I didn't see purge. And, and purge his... didn't come out until after I graduated. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his mask was, you know, in the dark, it looked creepy and weird and different. Yes. With the light on, I'm like, that's a kind of a crappy looking yeah. mask. <laughs> and I think that's the point. Yes, Because exactly. like, I'm sure they got their mask at like a dollar store. Absolutely. And he just like put like a, it's like a little, like a like pillowcase or something. Yeah. yeah. A sack over his head. You got eye holes and he's got lines for like a mouth. Very that's a la it. Friday the 13th part two. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for the one hole, there's two yeah. eye holes. He's got two eye holes and a, and a mouth drawn on, kind of. Yep, just drawn on. Yeah. Yep. Not a mouth hole. He doesn't get a mouth hole. No. Yeah, yeah, good characters. It's kind of smaller time characters other than Liv Tyler, but yeah. really good acting. Really, re- And the, the fact that they can say less than ten lines between the three villains and still convey so much emotion and fear, like just, yes. I think, says volumes, honestly. Just how right. they look, just they like the script by studio standard menacingly. They do that perfectly. Yes, hundred percent. Oh, and what we were talking about last week, um, when we reviewed um, uh, Haunting in Connecticut, where every time there's like a background person standing there and there's a big screech. In this one, it happens sometimes. Just once. But, I think it was just once at the beginning that kind of got me. And was, he's just standing there in the background while yeah. Liv Tyler's fucking around in the kitchen, and he's just standing there. And there's no no her. sound. There's no sound. No, no nothing. sound. He's just there. Yeah. And he's there for a while. Yes. Which is, oh, so good. It's so good. Yeah. And your 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 attention is drawn to him. Yes. Liv Tyler's there. She's she's drinking water. She's kind of looking around. She's trying to kind of figure things out in her head. Doesn't say a word. Right. And he's just watching. He's just watching. Yes. And he just walks out from the shadows, and then like sulks back in, and you're like, oh my god. Yep. Because how would you ever know? Like our house is creaky, so you could hear somebody if they yep. were in here, oh, yeah. which is nice. But oh my gosh, yeah, super creepy. Oh yep. my gosh. Well, let's get into the plot. Okay. Well, do we get wh- into the plot? Where did you just hold your horses? Oh my god! Where did you first hear about this movie? Uh, <laughs> I think it was um, the masked. Uh, just I just remember it kind of being on TV. Yeah. Like the the previews kind of, and I remember the um, the masked dude, and that's about all that I, because I was still in high school when this came out, so I wouldn't yeah. have seen it. Uh, same but, with me. Same I, with you. I remember seeing the trailer. I thought this looks interesting, but at the same time, I wasn't really into it. So right. I thought it looks kind of cookie cutter, slasher, whatever. You got three people, and now it's like the most iconic scene. Right. That I can I can see in my head is the guy in the mask, the girl in the masks, and they're just kind of standing there in front of the two people. Yeah. Yep. And that's like the most iconic scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's all I really knew of it. Um, it never really was on my radar. I've heard about it, but nothing, never really, it's like, ooh, I gotta see this. Yeah. It was meh. Yeah, and I but watched... But I saw it, um, and I'm like, yep, yeah, it's, it was not meh. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I've seen the second one, The Strangers Pray at Night. It's on Netflix, after, actually. And when my sister said, oh, you should watch The Strangers, and I was like, oh, like the one on Netflix? And she's like, I don't know. And I just watched The Strangers Pray at Night, not knowing it was a follow-up to the first one. And that's when, then when I looked it up, I was like, 
oh, that movie. You know, it's one of those, yeah. like, we, um, I guess this was last week, but we were watching previews. And it's just movies that you kind of forget about, you know, because you for- nobody's going to movie theaters right now, hopefully. And so you don't, you kind of miss the novelty of a preview. I do. You know? Yeah. Oh, because previews are nice. And, like, the YouTube ads just don't do it for me. No. Like, there's something about having to sit through a preview Although and getting excited. I did get the one uh, for lingering on YouTube. And I watched that one through. And I showed you. I'm like, yeah, this looks good. So yeah, it's on Shutter. Check it out. It looks. It looks like it's a great Eastern Japanese horror movie. The ghosts looks fantastic. Yes, I'm definitely when I have enough attention span to watch something with subtitles, like only, I will definitely check it out. Maybe I'll do it before our next episode. That sounds like a good idea. Let's do that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now plot time. Now Okay. Okay. Now we're on track. In a secluded area, away from civilization, James and Kristen arrive at night to James's childhood summer home, returning from a friend's wedding. Yes. Tension. And they're both very mild. Yo, she's got oh, the tears mild. and so sad. Tension abounds between the couple as Kristen rejected James' marriage proposal to her after the reception. Oh. The bitch. How dare she? Yeah. James calls his friend Mike and asks him to pick him up in the morning. Shortly after 4 a.m., there is a loud knock at the door. A young blonde woman, whose face is obstructed by poor lighting, asks the couple, is Tamara home? And she said, like, Tamara. But yeah, Tamara, yeah. I mean, anybody can, I guess, have a different... Yeah. People pronounce my name different. Like, it's I go by Lana. Yeah. And um, especially people from England, they usually call me Alana. So. Yes, that is true. Yeah. So Tamara, Tamara. Yeah. I understand. I feel it. Uh, asks the couple is tomorrow home, but is turned away by James. James goes to a drive, goes for a drive to purchase a pack of cigarettes for Kristen. Before he departs, he starts a fire in the hearth. Kristen realizes the chimney flue is closed and attempts to open it. Smoke emanating from the fire triggers a smoke alarm. Mm-hmm. Kristen attempts to disarm the smoke alarm when she is startled by another knock at the door. She drops the alarm on the floor, unnerved. She calls James' cell phone from the landline, but their call is cut short. Kristen returns to the kitchen, where, unbeknownst to her, a man, the man in the mask, watches her from an adjacent hallway. Which is what we were just talking about with the... And he's it's such a cool freaking scene. standing there. It's so creepy. Yeah. Kristen notices the smoke alarm she left on the floor is now sitting on a chair. She realizes someone else has been in the house. Upon going to retrieve her cell phone from the charger, she finds it is, she find it is missing. And begins to panic. When she hears a noise from the backyard, she arms herself with a knife and opens the curtains to find the man in the mask staring at her. Mm -hmm. Screaming, she stumbles into the hallway and watches as the front door is forced ajar. When she goes to push the door closed, the blonde woman, now in a dull mask, dull face, peeks inside. After locking the door, Kristen hides in the bedroom and hears the strangers outside bashing the walls of the house. This is something they do through the whole movie. They always make sounds. Yes. They're always yeah. l- letting people know that they're around. Right. And again, that's great. That's yes. great for tension. That's great for every, you know, just mood. It's great. Yeah. It's like they don't care if they hear them. Like they sneak when they need to sneak and they're loud when they yeah. need to be loud. Yeah. The noise eventually stops and James returns to the home. After she explains what has happened, he goes outside to the car to obtain his phone, whereupon he finds the car ransacked and vandalized and sees Dollface watching him from afar. Mm -hmm. The couple attempt to leave in James' car, but another woman in a pinup girl mask, pinup girl, rear-ends them with a truck, forcing them to flee. Yes. Scary. So it's very creepy. It is. Back inside the house, Kristen and James find a shotgun and wait for the intruders in a bedroom. And the funny thing is, he doesn't know how to use it, let alone nope. load it. Nope. He calls the shells bullets. I'm like, oh, dude, come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think she's the one. Kristen's yes. the one who loads it. She's yeah, funny. and she calls him out. She's like, well, you told me you used to go hunting with your dad. And he's like, yeah, that's just something I say. It's trying to sound cool. Yeah. Trying... She's like, golly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't marry you. <laughs> Oof. Uh, Mike arrives and realizes something is wrong after seeing James's wrecked car. He enters the house and James, mistaking him for one of the intruders, shoots him dead. 
Honestly, who goes into a house and not say hello? You know, especially when your, like, best friend calls you and he's like, hey, need some help. Come pick me up. Like. Like, he would have. Yeah. He would have thought that they fought. Yeah, And totally. that something was wrong. So I would have been, you know, being a little more looky-loo for it. Plus, also, he was being stalked by the man in the mask pretty good with an axe. Yes, yeah, so he probably would have gone either way. But just the fact that, like, he doesn't say anything, I guess. He just turns around. or He goes to say hello right before James blows Blast. into smithereens. Pretty much. Ugh. Devastated, James remembers an old radio transmitter in the backyard shed. He leaves and encounters Pinup Girl, searching in the backyard with a flashlight. When James tries to shoot her, the man in the mask knocks him unconscious. Yes. Inadvertently discharging the gun. Kristen hears a shot and runs to the shed. She finds a radio, but Pinup Girl smashes it with an axe. Yes. Kristen rushes back to the house where she encounters Dollface, who taunts her with a knife saying, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. This is a great little scene before that. Yes. Where she's... Goes to hide from the man, man in the mask, the mask. Yep. and she goes hides like into like it's the the pantry, pantry yeah. yeah, and she can slid it through so you can see through and see him walk through, look around, comes out, looks around a bit more, and then just sits down. He's like, "Well, I'll just wait here," mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he gets up and then leaves. She's like, "Phew," and she gets closer, and boom, there's. Dollface. Yeah. Which is a good jump scene. Yes. And she she comes out and she's screaming and freaking out. And she looks at Dollface and she's like, he's going to kill you. And then um, whatever, James gets thrown through a window by the man in the mask and it's all chaos and stuff. And then Dollface looks at her and she's like, she's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and also like just the cat and mouse that they play yes. is. Really interesting. Instead yes. of your know, Russian kill, they're playing. And they you, are. You get the impression that they, they this isn't the first time. No. Right. Just from everything that's happening, you're like, there's no way this is the first time. No. And it's like the movie itself is really just really pushing that envelope of tension and like countless times it could have got him and killed him. Yes, I agree, 100%. No, they were just torturing, tormenting. Yes. It was rough. Ugh, it's so creepy, yeah. Uh, She tries to escape, but is incapacitated by the man in the mask. At dawn, the couple awaken to find themselves tied to chairs in the living room with the stranger standing before them, in the, like, the iconic picture. Right. Kristen demands, why are you doing this? To which Dollface replies, because you were home. Yes. That's, so that's our why in quotation. They were home. Yeah, that's it. And if it, it wasn't them, it would have been someone else. Exactly. They would have driven down the road till they found somebody yeah. else who was home. Yeah. The strangers unmask themselves to Kristen and James before taking turns stabbing them in the chest and abdomen. Whoa. We don't see their faces though. No, we Not see once. like half basically or like, yep, side, you know, they, or... they pull it, they pull their mask off and it, it cuts away and you're like, ah, but you want to know so bad. Yeah. Again, that human curiosity, you want to know. Yeah, oh my gosh. Especially how, like, the man in the mask, where he acts and walks. Yes. When he takes the mask off, he's normal. Yeah, just a young guy. Yeah. After, the strangers drive away in their truck and come across two young boys on bicycles distributing religious tracts. Mm Mm-hmm. Dollface comes out of the truck and asks if she can have one of their cards. Pamphlets, Yeah. yeah. One of the boys asks her, are you a sinner? To which Dollface responds, saying, sometimes. Yeah. The boy, <laughs> the boy gives her one, and the strangers drive away as pinup girl states, it'll be easier next time. Yes. The two boys come upon the house and discover the chaotic scene with the ransacked house and the bloodied bodies of Kristen, James, and Mike inside. Ugh. One of the boys approaches Kristen's body and attempts to touch it. As he reaches out to her, Kristen, still alive, startles him by grabbing his hand and screaming. Yes. The end. Oof. And... Uh, they left a few few things out. I'm not going to go into too much detail. Right. But when, um, after they've been stabbed, they're just basically thrown on the floor and just left. Yes. And Chris wakes up to Mike's phone ringing. Yes. And she forces herself to crawl over to answer it. And she goes to try and dial 911. And right over her is the man, the man in the mask. The man in the mask, yeah. 
and he just stands there and she cowers hard. Mm-hmm. Like she covers her hands. Yes. And she's pleading. Yeah. He just takes the phone and walks out. Yeah. That's all he does. That's it. He doesn't touch her, doesn't do anything. He just grabs a phone and leaves. Jeez. And oh, like I know. It's oof. so like that scene is like so powerful where like he knows that she's, you know, dying essentially and like not long for the world. Yeah. So he's just like, you know, whatever. I have my fun. I'm not going to mess with you anymore. Yeah. Uh, and like, what are they going to do? They're never going to find them. Exactly. You know, she has no idea who they are. Like what she, she could describe them, but they could be halfway across the States by that point. That's right. Oh, so creepy. Yeah. How would you rate this movie? You know, I'd probably give it like, again, a solid like three, 3.5. Like it's very creepy like it's a good scary movie that like gives you tingles sort of unsettling yes exactly that's exactly the word movie yes because it's so realistic and could happen to anybody yeah oh yeah i i liked it i really really liked it i can see why my sister wanted us to watch it yeah yeah how about you three and a half to four yeah for Um, sure it's 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 really good it's not too terrifying Right. But when it got to the end scene where they're being stabbed, I yes. was cringing like, this is not going to be fun. No. And it wasn't. Ugh. Like, that's when you kind of, you can sympathize, you can empathize with them in that situation. Like, you know you're, you're in for pain. Right. You know you're probably going to die. And with a knife, it's not going to be quick. Exactly. And that just very, I, I got apprehensive. Mm-hmm. At, at the end, I'm like, okay, this is not going to be good. How bad is it going to be? Ugh. And it wasn't as bad as I thought, but still. Yes. Uh, Kristen screaming no. Ugh. And it cuts away to the outside of the house was good. Yes, exactly. Um, the music was interesting. Yeah. Ugh. Annoying, you mean? Well, there's I think a one you mispronounced part. annoy. One annoying part. <laughs> but uh, no, I like the music that they chose for this movie. Yes. Um, only one or two sound jump scares. Yes. Yeah. Um, the rest was just normal and good yes uh they really kind of focused on Kristen more than james james yeah but but i wonder if because at the beginning because he's in a suit and the man in the mask is in the suit as well and i thought oh well maybe he's the man in the mask and he's mad that you know she said no so the reason he went to get cigarettes was to you know get these people and be like, oh, let's prank her and, you know, make her feel like she needs me. That's what I was thinking and in my a, head in the beginning. I, I bet a lot of people thought that. I right? bet they did. And, and that's, that's why I think that good it was red purposely a red herring. And I was like, oh, but, um, yeah, I, I understand, um, you know, she's in quotations, the final girl. She's really like the only girl. Yeah. But that's probably why they focused on her. And she's also the the biggest billing actress so they may as well you know in the movie may as well get their use out of her so yeah it was good she did such a good job though i've never seen her in a horror movie i'm sure she's probably never made another one i don't know she has i'll look up later yeah Yeah, i don't know what else lived in a great job in this movie she unreal she really uh got across that she was scared and freaking out yes yeah she did a great job and um because there's you know not a lot of you know, crazy stuff happening, like, other than Mike's, like, shotgun face. There's not a lot of effects or anything, so I find this movie also aged very well as well. Yes. Like, other than the cell phones, which are obviously, like, bricks, because it was with Oh, yes, those are old cell phones. But other than that, this movie is almost timeless, I would say. Like, it's, yep. it's hard to date it, unless you see the cell phones. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Hey? Yeah. Very good. Very, very good. Two thumbs up. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Yeah. And I guess Kill of the Flick. Kill of the Flick uh, would be a tie between Mike's shotgun to the head. Yes. And James's stab to death. Yes. For literally two different reasons. Yes. Is that Mike's was so quick and brutal. I, yeah, and it could be bloodier. Yes. I thought, I I, I thought it'd be that. more of a mess. But it's like no. he almost like grazed the half of his face yeah, almost, you yeah. know? It was enough to cause death exactly and james was so slow and like oh just wrenching to watch like yep. literally i was gonna say gut wrenching but it's like kind of burned because it was his guts that were 
<laughs> but like they slowly each take turns stabbing the knife into him and twisting and it's like you can feel that yeah like he's just and they were there. next and they're next to each other and she was trying to you know it's okay look at me look at me yes uh, i think it was Dollface? Mm-hmm. no the other one um pin up pin up yeah pin up stabbed him the second time and she wasn't too gentle with it. no not at all <laughs> um Ugh. yeah it was rough yes but you know good kills honestly yep. two very different good kills i think yeah yeah yeah, we don't know about you know, Liv maybe survived. We don't know yet. She, yeah. she screwed at the end, but Woo. for you know, you kind of think you know, for these kind of movies, you want a higher death count, higher higher, um, just for variety's sake. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's like again, you've got <laughs> the scream rules where <laughs> the sequel has to have more kills, more deaths, yes. more more up up the ante. You know, raise the bar. This is the um, second movie in a row that we've watched where there's been hardly any deaths. Yeah. Hey? Yeah. Hmm. And next week... Next week... We're watching A Nightmare Before Christmas. Already? It has to be. I'm sure I just checked oh, okay. our document. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. It, yeah. It, which doesn't have any deaths either. <laughs> yeah. Double check the Google Doc and I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll just riff. Sure, I I, I think I thought there was one more between that, but I could be wrong. Yeah, you know what? We might. I, I thought quick, that this was. I thought I checked before. Quick double but, check uh, and nope. Then before Christmas. Oh, good. Oh, I thought you meant no, and I was like, wow, nope, I need to get my eyesight checked because because my sister might come on to record with us, and I was like, hey, I think we're doing a Christmas special next. Do you want to come? And she's like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> because you know obviously we record these ahead of time a bit but it's like i just can't believe it it's already yeah. christmas wow oh i'm so happy 2020 is gonna be over yes <laughs> right oh, worst year ever oh my this god this is the worst year <laughs> i've ever lived in oh ever. what yeah it's been a roller coaster ride for sure yeah. But yeah, it's next week, uh, number for Christmas, yeah. which was not a horror to an extent to young kids. This would be terrifying. Oh, it scared the shit out of me when I there was a kid. Go. Like there Oogie we go. Like Oogie Boogie? No. Yep. There's no way. Like it was, he, I found him so creepy. Yeah. Like, ugh. And then Santa Claus with his little baby feet. <laughs> Oh, and the the three <clears throat> the three uh, lock kids. stock and barrel yes so creepy oh, yeah. i i always found them so terrifying oh it's yeah. uh it's so good though and this time of year at, at uh disneyland and disney world the uh haunted mansion has um changes the haunted mansion to nightmare before christmas and it's so good it's oh, so good wish go. it's like oh yeah wish i could be there right now but, you know, Jerks. as per 2020 rules. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Whore, and YouTube at the Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. So you have orgasms for you to experience. Bye. Later.